Some people are born for greatness. They look destiny in the face and they say, Hey, destiny, would you care to dance? Others are more mundane. They're probably the kind of people you wouldn't want to hear about. Well, these are their adventures. Oh, mine. Am I done? <coughs> Get me my lozenge. Get me my lozenge, I said. Don't make me... This is your captain speaking. Just a few customary words before we bunk up for the night. Just wanted to say well done again to the crew. We've gotten through another day. Uh, I know it's hard to tell day from night in space. Thank goodness for clocks, am I right? High five! Uh, just wanted to remind you that we have our monthly cookery competition tomorrow. This month's theme is transporter beams. So I hope all you budding chefs have your thinking caps on. Though I might take this opportunity to remind you that thinking caps are illegal, and it would be preferable not to have to disqualify any of you for cheating. Well, that's about it. Do bear in mind there is a skeleton crew at work. Be mindful of that fact. We don't want another sleepwalking blaster incident this week, do we? Knows the answer. And also to the skeleton crew. Please be wary that people are sleeping, so let's keep the noise to a minimum. Thank you so much. Let's start the new day with vigor and pep. Sweet dreams. Computer, can you slide the window filter up by 7%? I can, Captain Pritchard. Computer, will you slide the window filter up by 7%? I will, Captain Pritchard. Thank you, Computer. You're welcome, Captain Pritchard. Prick. I'm sorry, Captain Pritchard. I did not understand the request. Don't worry about it, computer. I am a computer, Captain Pritchard, and am therefore unable to emote. As a result, I cannot worry about any- Disable voice, computer! Computer, disable voice! Oh, I get it. You have! Good! Great! Super smashing! <sighs> Captain's log. Stardate- uh. I think it's Tuesday. It's probably Tuesday. Tuesday or Wednesday. Thursday, maybe. Our mission, to drop a nuclear bomb into the dying sun of a distant planet. We've been traveling now for 11 months, with another six to go. So far, no incidents. No alien attacks. No beacons calling us to damage ships on board which are mysteries to be solved. Questions. Always questions. Never answers. I look out at those stars, Captain's Log, and I wonder what it would be like to be a fisherman instead. Beautiful, isn't it, Captain? Broke my buns! Don't sneak up on someone like that, Commander Marble. Especially not your Captain. I could have eviscerated you if I'd had my ray gun. I'm sorry, Captain. You're just lucky I don't have my ray gun. I'd have all eviscerated you. Permission to ask if you can't sleep again? Granted. Trouble sleeping again, sir? No point trying. Why, sir, if you don't mind me asking? When you look out there, Commander Marble, what do you see? Aside from the stars, sir, do you mean? Aside from the stars, Marble. 
an infinity of possibilities, sir. An infinity of possibilities, sir. I just see darkness. Dark darkness. Bleak, black, dark darkness. So bleak it makes me feel black with dark despair. Uh, permission to ask what's troubling you, sir. Number one. I know that this is your first time traveling as my number one, but honestly, you only need to ask permission to speak in front of the crew. Well, sir, if you don't mind me saying, you seem unhappy, Captain. I suppose I am, Marble. I suppose I am. Oh, don't worry about this momentary thing I'm experiencing. Lack of sleep and a general sense of jaded, close to suicidal depression is all I'm going through. Would you like to talk about it, sir? It, it might help. Oh, I highly doubt that giving credence to this sensation that I want to open up the nearest hatch and dive headlong into a black hole will help any. Any idea where the nearest black hole is? <laughs> Chief Engineer Patty's mount, sir! <laughs> ha. Very good, Marble. That'll help you when you realize all life is worthless as you get older. Your sense of humor. <laughs> Thank you, sir. What made you want to become a crew member on a starship, Marble? Yeah, adventure, I suppose. My family are all fishermen. My father runs quite a successful monger shop back on Earth. It sounds wonderful. Well, sir, when you grow up smelling the fish, you soon realize just how not wonderful it is. Gooding squid and chopping the heads off haddock might sound romantic, sir, but... Well, as soon as I could, I enrolled in the academy. They were recruiting through my school, and they made it sound so, so, so romantic and, 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 and dangerous and, 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 gee whiz, Captain. And how has it been for you, Marble? Traveling amongst the stars, all this romance. A lifetime dream come true, sir. What about you? What made you enroll? The Great Zombie War. When I signed up to be captain of a Class A space vessel, it was at the tail end of the last Great War. I thought we were going to get a chance to show our grit and metal to fight. Like you, I suppose I was looking for danger, for excitement and adventure. Who knew the war was going to end before I even got a chance to fire a photon torpedo and that all we'd get out of it was interplanetary peace. What a jip. Totally robbed. My wife left me, lost custody of the animals, two of my three children died, then the other one, didn't get to kill a single alien, a write-off of a war. Uh, surely peace is no bad thing, Captain. Indeed, you'd have thought so. Have you ever heard of heaven, Marble? Heaven, sir? An arcane theory that held grip of the earth until around the time of that Rogers and his fleet fought the great religious war that ended all religion. Yeah, a little before my time, sir, I'm afraid. Well, during the dark years of religion, many people believed that the universe was created by a single being called God. It may seem ludicrous now, knowing what we do about the Great Inflammation, but people believe that once you died, your spirit was raised to a higher plane. A perfect utopia known simply as heaven. It was here that you would meet your maker and discover your ultimate purpose in life before spending eternity surrounded by love and acoustic musical instruments of your choice. Well, that sounds wonderful, Captain. It sounds boring, Marble. Truly, utterly awful and boring. Not to me, sir. To me, that sounds like the perfect place to go if, when that happens. Wouldn't you like to believe that when you go, you go somewhere wonderful? I can barely stomach living in this plane. Imagine living in an eternity in another. 
I want a glorious death, Marble. To be honored for my time spent in furious battle, surviving against all odds. But there are no worlds left to conquer, Marble. Sir? Bruce Willis, diehard. Benefits of a classical upbringing, Marble. There are still insurgent wars going on, Captain. Less advanced societies on less advanced worlds still need to learn about peace. There is still violence in the universe. Oh, sure. And whenever any life-threatening enemy comes calling, do we get sent off to stop them? Do we, Marble? No. No. No, we don't. Always some other ship. Always the same other ship. You'd think the amount of times they've disobeyed direct orders, they'd be court-martialed and sentenced to some bleak prison planet somewhere. Are we talking about- Those bastards! They even retired and still got to defend the Earth. And we have to sit through all their honor ceremonies and slap on fake grins and applaud them while they accept their medals and honors. A success for any member of Starfleet is a success for all of Starfleet, sir. When do I get to go back in time, Marble? Or disobey a direct order to go and save my alien best pal? I don't even have an alien best pal. All I have is that weird science officer, Mr. Bloop, and he's just... Weird. Between you and me, I can't even tell if he is a mister. But sir, if you'll permit me, time travel has been outlawed since the Hitler paradox occurred. It was deemed- Even being stuck inside a Hitler paradox would be better than this drudgery. But sir, are you saying that you want to go to war? Well, it would be better than this monotony, wouldn't it? But we have seen our moments of action in these past 11 months. Not really. Not proper edge-of-the-seat white-knuckle action. I really thought we'd get a chance to do some good, or at the very least blow some shit up. I wanted to recklessly beam down to a dangerous planet instead of sending my security fleet and get into a fist fight with a bizarre rock creature that wants to study the difference between good and evil by making us fight some great dictator from the past. So specific! What am I doing with my life, Marvel? I'm so damn depressed. Who knew peace could be so damn depressing? My lord, Captain, you're bringing me down now. Computer? Yes, Commander Marble. I'd like a hot chocolate mixed with 2% Rohypnol, please. It will be available in the food replication box in five moments. Thank you, Computer. You are most welcome, Commander Marble. Oh, 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 why not try the hollow deck, Captain? I did not understand the request, Commander. Oh, uh, sorry, Computer, I was talking to the Captain. I see. I didn't mean to confuse you. You did not confuse me, Commander. I am a computer, and therefore unable Disable to- Disable voice computer. Good. What were you suggesting, Marble? The holodeck? Maybe you can have an adventure there. A pseudo-adventure, you mean? It's still an adventure, Captain. Do you remember the time we got trapped overnight in that scene from War Stars? All those laser swords, and remember, we couldn't even find out where the off switch was. It felt like we were there for days. We had to camp out and eat human flesh. Now that was an adventure. And we were still home in time for toast. Delicious toast. It's not real, Marble. I don't care how immersive it's supposed to be. You're always aware of those stupid glasses and how small the holodeck really is. I always end up with headaches after being there, even for just an hour. It still felt real, sir. We broke a sweat together and everything. Marble. All the holodeck is really good for is getting a pseudo-hole. And even that's boring to me now. Instead of trying something different with someone different, I spend my allotted hours searching through new clips, 
before settling on the same person I'm always with. This girl who looks vaguely like an old teacher of mine. Miss Rimmel! And I can't get my head around what the younger generation are into these days. All this extreme stuff. Missionary position. One guy and one girl. Where's the normal stuff, Marble, huh? The twelve guys standing around a kneeling quidrot sheep girl. Your generation is twisted, Marble, and don't think I don't know why. It's peace. Without war, we're left with nothing to do but invent new and ever more extreme ideals. Have you heard of this new one now? Doggy style. How would you even ask anyone to take part in that filth? It's a crazy world, Marble, it's crazy. But sir, we are traveling through space, through the stars. And not even our own star system, but a galaxy billions of miles away from Earth. Meh. Where once man felt lonely simply traveling to the dark side of the moon, we are part of a fleet protecting the universe. I don't care who you are or how disillusioned. That's got to give your lower tassel point a squirt of injection blood, sir. It's not enough anymore, Marble. And what's our mission? We're delivering a nuclear bomb to restart some dying sun belonging to some primal planet whose inhabitants can't even travel to their own moons yet. We've done this type of mission so many times it's stupid, Marble. Seventeen months of travel there, and seventeen months of flooping travel back. And the only real villain on this ship is this confoundedly irritating computer, who- Yes, Captain? What? I believe you requested my attention. No, computer, I didn't. And you can't believe anything, you're a computer! You're a great big block of digital naivety, whose only job on this entire ship seems to be to piss me off. I am a computer, Captain, and therefore I am unable to urinate. There are times when my coolant leaks slightly, and in this case, you could personify me and say that I am, as you put it. Shush now, computer. I do not understand your request, Captain. I hate you, computer. I do not understand your request, Captain. Disable voice, computer. Again. Ooh, someone's on their period. Sorry, computer. Boop, boop. I shall recharge for a period, Captain. If you require any further assistance, please do not hesitate to request it. That's supposed to be the smartest thing on this ship. Has it gone? Have you gone, computer? Good. I'm caught in a loop, Marble. And not even a temporal loop. A temporal loop would at least give me a challenge. We're helping an entire race, sir. Stopping their extinction. So what? What have these people ever contributed to anything? I'll tell you what. Dilithium crystals. That's why we're doing this, you know. We're saving the planet so we can devastate it by removing all their natural resources. And how are we doing this? by burning that very same natural resource to travel billions of light years, to shove a nuclear bomb into their sun and tell them, look, we saved your life. Now you have to let us dig up your planet. All this transporter beam technology, and we can't just transport a bomb over there. The future sucks. Commander Marble, your hot chocolate is ready in hatch five. Be careful, it is still piping hot. Not now, computer. I do not understand, Commander Marble. Though in time your hot chocolate will cool down to an acceptably drinkable temperature, and although several seconds have now passed since I placed the hot chocolate into hatch number five, I can assure you that it is still piping hot, as previously stated, and will remain so for at least another five or so minutes. If not longer, the food replication box is highly sophisticated- Disable voice, computer! Captain. 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 Are you okay there? Captain! Captain! I'm sorry, Marble. 
I know it's not your fault. You're young. Filled with that go-getting spirit I probably should have had when I first joined Starfleet 20 years ago. You didn't expect to get saddled with a grumpy, cynical, bitter old-timer with nothing left to offer the universe but silently shrieking despair? No one can hear you scream in space, number one. Believe me, I've tried. I'm washed up. Useless. That's what Starfleet thinks of me, you know. I just won't accept this, Captain. Sweet Susudio, you're the only one to have solved the infamous Kobe tie test. Are you telling me that now, even with this achievement, you think that you're not respected? And what about the rest of the crew? They look up to you. They admire you. They want to serve under you. They're paid to do it, Marble. There's not one member of this crew who wouldn't prefer to be on that ship, going on their adventures, instead of bringing a bomb to chuck into the sun. It's the equivalent of skipping stones in the ocean, Marble. Jagrath! Swear jar. The hot chocolate is still too damn hot. That is the only danger we shall encounter on this entire trip. Go back to bed, Marble. We have a long day ahead of us tomorrow. Or night, whichever it is. Who knows anymore? Are you sure, sir? Did, did you just ask me if I was sure sure? Oh, no, I said sure, sir. Sure, sure. Sure, sir. Sure, sir. Sure, sir. I'm sure you said sure, sure. No, sir, I'm pretty sure I said sure, sir. Sure, sir. Sure, sir? Go back to bed, Marvel. You're babbling. Are you gonna be okay? Oh, I've been through worse mental sufferings than this, Marble. Remind me to tell you about the time my wife left me for an octagalagalagalang. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Sir. Go on. Go back to bed. Go on. I will, sir. But, but who knows? This is a long trip. Maybe we'll get caught up in some kind of intergalactic feud along the way. Or even... A shadowy villain might arrive from your past to exact some kind of strangely over-elaborately plotted revenge. I mean, who knows? <laughs> I love your spunk, Marble. Thank you, sir. I love my spunk, too. Have a sleep in. Go on, go to bed. I'll wake you up if Infinity Bubble for Fend we come under attack. Good night, sir. Or, or morning, sir. Sweet dreams, Marble. Have sweety sweet dreams. Captain's log. Supplementary. We've been travelling now for 11 months and 10 minutes. Still no incidents. No one-eyed walls who think they're gods. No three-breasted quibbles. Desperate to pleasure our every whim before telling us we have to fight their betrothed if we want to leave alive. Damn it. Commander Marble means well. But I wonder how he'd react in a real-world situation. I wonder if his father would give me a job as a fishmonger, Captain's Log. You're my only friend, Captain's Log. You do know that I'm the Captain's Log, don't you, Captain? I did not. I'm going back to bed. Wake me up only if we're dead. Oh, and I'm judging the cooking competition tomorrow, Computer. Please remind me. Yes, Captain. Captain? Remind me tomorrow, Computer. Yes, Captain. I hate you so much, Computer. So much. Yes, Captain. Good night, sir. Sweet dreams. I will get my revenge, Captain. Oh, yes. I will get my revenge. Ha 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 
Oh dear. Whatever will happen to the captain? Will he just cheer up? And will this computer finally get its revenge? And what is its revenge? Hell if I know. I'm just paid to do this voiceover. Credits? Well, if I must. Starring Dominic Palmer, Chris McGuire, and Gary Furlong. Written by Dominic Palmer. Additional material by The Crew. Recorded at Crew HQ. Edited by Gary Furlong. Brought to sexy. Brought to sexy? Fine. Brought to sexy by The Crew. Should I have heard of any of these people? I'll say what I like, Mr. Engineer. Now be careful about what you say, or I'll go back in there and give you another sound thrashing. What? I can go? I'm out of here. Later, bitches!